0: game
1: begin hi and welcome to dadgum nerds your podcast for family first fanboy fun i'm your host andrew joining me today we've got kevin hey we got trip murka and we got aaron first time on camera yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey. good to
2: actually see i don't like you. it yes yeah, i got my <laughs> steve rogers shirt on For this special occasion.
1: Oh, we are so proud of you. (laughs) It's very, very,
2: very, wait, how is that a Steve Rogers shirt? Plaid? This is what he wears. This is what he wears. wears. It's red, white, and blue Uh, plaid. This is, it's just no red there. It's classic. That's that's just red and white. It's in there. It's in in there. there. You can't see this on the HD camera. Our podcast listeners are going to be just
1: riveting at the moment for that content.
3: Go to YouTube and see his shirt. That's right. Well, today
1: we're going to be kicking off a long journey into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. We're going to start off a series of podcast episodes where we go one by one through the Marvel films in timeline order. Not release order. That's right. Chronologically, the first film set in the MCU timeline is Captain America, the first Avenger. start that discussion off in a bit. But before we do that, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? And I will actually kick that one off. Uh, Brett is not here today. Nope. Because he and his wife, Jessica, just had their second kid, Callie Ann. Yeah.
4: Uh, awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. Super excited to get those
1: texts. Um, <laughs> she is absolutely beautiful, baby. Uh, and I She's can't wait cute. to hear. Yeah. Can't wait to hear more about her once uh, uh, we get Brett mm-hmm. back on the show here soon. So. Yeah. Anyways, just wanted to give a shout out to Brad.
3: Congratulations. Yes. So also speaking of birthdays this week, Margaret, my wife had a birthday. Oh, she did?
1: woo yes. 29, 29 again.
3: On, 29 again. I believe on the <laughs> same day as Callie Ann. I'm not... <laughs> okay. I cannot confirm or deny that yet. Don't we'll you steal me. Callie's
4: thunder. <laughs> <laughs> don't no, you do no, it? No, <laughs> no, no.
3: I won't. Um, but I got Margaret a pretty unique gift this year. So we have a rolling... I don't want to say inside joke, but for lack of a better term, inside joke about an actor... And so I was able to go on to Cameo and get him to personally record a birthday message for her. Oh, cool. So oh, that that's per- what she posted I,
1: yeah. to social media. <laughs> yeah.
3: So that person is Dean Kane. Yeah. So thank you, yeah. Dean Kane. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, so he was really good. So I do recommend him on Cameo because he was really responsive and it was a very personal, nice message. So I'd give another happy birthday to Margaret and a thank you to a Dean Kane
1: that's amazing it went on for a
4: lo- the i saw that video it went on for a while it, it was it's, it's almost it a minute lo- long yeah it, it was, was longer than VPH. i thought it would be it mm-hmm. was really
3: nice of it him. Didn't, yeah it was really good yeah it was, it was only like a two or three day turnaround it was really quick
2: this is the dean kane that played superman superman right superman yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, tv show um, with him and terry hatcher lois and clark lois and clark ventures and this yeah. is the same okay i've met him Whoa, nice. Really? Yes, you meet him? So I've, met, I've met him. I met him at an event that uh, actually it was not a it was not a nerd event. It was another social event, but he was emceeing that event. At oh, wow, event. cool! This was like a couple of years ago. So nice guy. Oh, Very nice. Yeah, guy. Seems like a super nice dude. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Down that's neat earth. to
4: hear. Just like Superman. Right? <laughs> um,
2: I get it now. So I have a story. Okay. Uh, yeah. Car- we were sitting in the living room, and Cameron, our our four year old, who is a massive Star Wars fan. He comes to me. He's like, "Daddy, Daddy, I I want to watch the other Han Solo movie." The and I other. said, "Bud, you've you've seen you've seen the Han Solo movies." He's like, "No, no, no, I want to watch I want to watch the other one." And I wasn't <laughs> I didn't I didn't think he was aware that Solo exists because he, he's only say, seen. Yeah. Yeah, he's only he's seen the original trilogy, mm-hmm. um, and he's kind of iffy on Return of the Jedi on some parts. We oh, we sure. fast forward some of the Emperor yeah. and some of Jabba, right? Yeah. He's seen some of the clone early Clone Wars stuff and some of the early Rebels stuff, but once it got too intense, we didn't watch those. Sure, so he's like I want to watch the other yeah. Han Solo movie. So I'm like, Bud, you know, you've seen the Han, you've seen the ones with Han, <laughs> and he's it's like, no, 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 there's another one. There's another a big one. jump.
3: There's a big jump, between right? Them. And I go, yeah. and,
2: and I finally was like, Well, you know, but I think you're going to need to be older. To see, to see solo. It's it's too intense for you right now. Hmm. And he was like, No, no, there's another one that we have. And I was like, No, bud, you've you've seen on the Hon movies. He's like, No, no, no. I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna show you. So he I runs into the wrong, living Dad. room. Yeah, he runs into the <laughs> living room and pulls pulls a movie off the sh- I hear him pull it off the shelf and he comes running back to me and he goes, This one this other han movie <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> is that air force one it air force is air force one, one. <laughs> that's so great and to which i said oh, man, well job. you absolutely can't watch that one, that <laughs> that one <is> <laughs> <devil> <laughs> but i was impressed that he is he he recognizes harrison ford as as han and and recognizes that I wonder how
3: long you can make that go on for him yeah. like
2: Oh no, yeah, I was like, Ford's like, Han Solo. it never crosses So like, Let's show him a, the fugitive. You know, there's an airplane on the front, the and like fugitive. he never, he's just like it's, it's Star Wars. It's clearly yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. let's show him the Han
4: Solo movie where he's on the run. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I mean, he's a smuggler, so
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> Air
1: Force One, Han Solo's other ride. <laughs> All right, That's let's do awesome. This, let's do this discussion. We'll be back in just a second.
3: Hey everybody! Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Dadgum Nerds. We truly appreciate it. And also, in case you didn't know, we are also both on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way for you to help us grow the show and get it out to other dads and nerds. So we truly do appreciate it and would love to invite you to be part of our dadgum community. Have a great one. Appreciate you.
1: So one of the things that we heard from our listeners in our season one survey was that we should do a series of some kind, you know, do some kind of consistency, um, you know, talk about a topic over many weeks. Well, guess what? we listened oh yeah so starting today we've decided to go through the entire mcu catalog one by one in timeline order and do a series of review discussions now we'll be doing this every week we're gonna have some breaks in between just to give a little bit of you know a little bit of variety can be all or we got to talk of about lawyer
2: the rings at some yeah. point of course yeah. you know we've got aaron
1: here so
4: <laughs> that will be a a, sp- a very special episode where aaron is on the podcast by himself right and he's just, <laughs> just talking into the for an hour because <laughs> anybody else would be even if we are on the podcast with him, it will be the exact same effect. Where he will, yeah. We will just be the sounding boards. He'll keep uh-huh. going. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah.
1: I'll just put up something on Zoom. that's a picture of a brick wall so we can talk to that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well,
1: today, our first film is Captain America, the first Avenger. The first. Now, I know this movie's da, 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 been da, da, out a while. Like, you probably have <laughs> the American flag.
2: Got you, <laughs> hey, you got to come prepared. You do. Aaron's waving you an do. American flag.
1: That's fantastic. Well, I know this movie's been out. for Okay, a put while.
2: it down. Good grief.
3: With respect, though, sir, this movie That's has right. been
1: out for ten years. Ten years, oh, mm-hmm. which ten years. blows my mind. But it goes without saying, we're going to be doing full spoilers on this discussion. So, if you've not seen it yet and you want to go in with nothing spoiled, then come back after you've seen the film. You've been warned. Okay. <laughs> So three questions that we're going to dive into. One, what did this movie do well? Two, what would you have changed? And three, what are your dad night, date night, and family <laughs> nights? So, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. I got tripped this time.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were <laughs> going to do it. What's funny is I saw you do it last week and I didn't laugh
1: at all. But yeah, this time. One, two, when and Aaron, four. When,
4: when Andrew said three, uh, Kevin. I can't remember people's names now. Kevin held up four fingers.
1: I love it. Well, we're going to be answering those three questions. But first off, to start the movie discussion off, what did Captain America, the first Avenger, do well? What's worthy of praise <laughs> here? Uh, Trip, you want to start uh, off our discussion?
4: Yeah, um, I think I, I watching it the second time around, um, for starters, was way more fun uh, because, the, you know, the, I, I think all the movies that I've ever watched have probably suffered from some form of um, not living up to the hype. Mm-hmm. So being able to go back around and, and actually have healthy expectations made the movie more enjoyable for me. I forgot how well-written it was. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I think one of the best things that has going for it is the writing uh, it's, they, they do a good job with the story and actually spending time on Steve Rogers before he becomes captain America um, and they write, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of like one-liners and zingers that I really enjoyed. Like, um, when you see Dum-Dum Dugan for the first time and they're hitting him with a, with a, a, a baton and he turns around to the Germans and goes, you know what, Fritz, sometime I'm going to have my own stick. <laughs> and, you know, the, that's where we got the, I could do this all day line yeah. from, mm-hmm. uh, that, that worked its way through the entire Marvel universe it was kind of a through line for uh all the captain america movies Mm -hmm. i think my favorite line is stanley tucci as uh erskine and he says so good a weak a weak man knows the value of strength i completely (laughs) forgot about that line and how he was talking about basically strong people who have been strong all their life take it for granted but the part of the reason i picked you uh was because you know, because you've basically you're saying you've developed character by being by being right. in a position. You're, that you're, you're a
1: good man, you know. As he always points right. to its heart,
4: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I loved the supporting cast. Uh yeah, it was great cast. The, Tommy Lee Jones and Hugo Weaving, honestly, were probably phoning it in. I love it. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest. It. Yeah. But even their phoning it in is way more entertaining and then you they know somebody who's given a Right. Exactly. <laughs> and they nailed it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right.
1: I'm pretty sure they just stuck Tommy Lee Jones in a general's outfit and was just like, eh, oh, go, yeah. go yeah. be grumpy. Go be grumpy.
4: Exactly. He's still skinny. He's still skinny. skinny. Uh yeah. Stuff like that is, um, uh, they were, yeah, they were character actors that were put mm-hmm. in really good roles. Uh, but my favorite had to be Tucci as, as Erskine. I was actually really, Erskine. I was actually really, really yeah. sad that he died. Mm-hmm. I knew it was coming, but I enjoyed him so much. I wanted to see more of him. Yeah. Just, um, it's, it's such they,
1: an understated role that he plays right. with yeah. such compassion, gentleness, and yet a power to it. And wisdom. A yeah. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wisdom.
4: And then, real quick, uh, I actually really loved the ending. Uh, Seeing Mm. Cap, uh, the the way Cap was smart enough to figure out that he was actually um, not in the time that he that they were saying he was in. Yeah, more modern uh, day. Yeah, then he. I just I really enjoyed that sequence where he runs out into New York Mm -hmm. and uh, into uh, Manhattan or Times Square Square or whatever, and it's just he feels so overwhelmed. Really, Um,
1: there's there's a part of me that actually was a bit unsatisfied. With, I don't, it may not be necessarily the setup that Captain America's in modern day. Like, you mm-hmm. kind of have to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but something about that last line, that last shot where he's like, you know, I had a date. Um, Like, I get it. It's a good setup, but is it a good closing line, a good closing note to the story? Like, it cuts to black. It's, and a and sad, credits,
2: it's a sad ending. Yeah. And the credits start rolling, yes, and I'm like, oh, okay,
1: so. I guess that's it. We're done. I, I, okay." If sure, there yeah. were
2: no more Marvel movies, and this wasn't a total setup to what was going to become 20 <laughs> movies, then I would yeah. completely agree. Oh, but yeah, knowing full well that we we're going to roll into, yeah, many, many, many yeah. more. I'm actually okay with it. I actually, I liked both that part of the ending, but I also liked his 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 ending in 1940 or 44 whatever it mm-hmm. was because um, right. it is he makes that it's it's that balance of okay he makes this sacrifice mm. he actually does he doesn't die but he's not alive de facto, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right so you're able to kind of do both because i think that fits very well with this character because that's exactly what he would do he would sacrifice yeah. himself and mm-hmm. in that yeah. moment he had no idea he was going to be Frozen Frozen. and everything that was going to happen was going to happen. So I actually think exactly. I think it does. It does both those things. It allows him to make the sacrifice that's very much in character. But we, as the audience, don't have to go through the whole. Well, Captain America's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Good movie, but that's that's the end. Well, if you don't know
3: Marvel, like you could very well think, Mm -hmm. is this a one shot deal? True. Mm -hmm. At the time, um, this was the last movie that Marvel made before it got bought by Disney.
2: Mm-hmm. So it was, was still kind of up they, in had the made, they had made Iron Man, yeah, they had Man made Iron Hulk. Man, the whole. That's right. That's Four, right.
1: And then this one. And the big thing yep. about this is that, you know, whereas Marvel basically can print money at this point, when mm-hmm. Captain right. America was coming out, this is really his first, you know, big screen debut,
2: at least to mm-hmm. this level. To this and, level, he has he, he did right, have two other movies. He has a smaller
1: one that that shall yeah. not be named. We're yeah. we're
2: gonna pretend like those don't exist. Uh, it's it's in the seventies
1: and it's bad. It's bad, y'all. There um, was
4: there was one that came out. It was like a TV movie. It came out <laughs> early nineteen nineties. Nineties early nineties well. okay. yeah.
1: Um, but well, it's, um, not <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's 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 not good at all. But the kick the kicker is like going into this movie they didn't know if Captain America was going to translate well to screen because uh, right. he really is a character who really doesn't have a character flaw. Really? In a lot and of so, ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's how do you make a film with a guy who's just like, you know, uh, for the lack guy. of a better term, truth, justice in the American way. And um, I think with
3: Iron Man for the most part, you know, like, they, yeah. they
2: did a good job. I think of the one thing that you could point to as a weakness for him is that He can be injured. He is Mm -hmm. strong. He is fast. He he'll 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 beat you at every sport. But he's not invincible. Mm -hmm. He he can take a beating. He has the equipment to defend himself and everything, but he's not Iron Man with super technology. He's not Hulk at that level. Like he could he can be injured. And I think maybe it doesn't show up in this one quite as much, but in the grand Marvel universe, I think. Taking the one thing that's like, okay, this is, this is Achilles heel. Um, mm-hmm. They've done a, a, a pretty decent, decent well, job of that.
1: Story, storytelling 101 is that your main character has to have a flaw of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a character flaw of some kind, not necessarily a, a physical Achilles heel mm-hmm. type of it, but Steve Rogers is just, you know, he's an upstanding guy, you know, just got the strong moral compass mm-hmm. and it's how do you mm-hmm. craft a film that's engaging to the audience around a character who is quite literally this bastion of hope.
3: Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. that I think was they a did it very well.
1: Oh, they did. So,
3: yeah. So, cause I don't see this really as a captain America movie. I see this as Steve Rogers become, it's more of a Steve Rogers movie than it is mm-hmm. a Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. But and yeah. it's also what Marvel does so well in the comic books as well. They focus on the person who happens to be a hero, yeah. which is what DC misses a lot. They focus on the hero and oh yeah, they're a person too, but kind of not really. They're you know, I really thought about person. That. That's
1: a good way of putting yeah. that.
3: They really right. focus on the person to, to make them feel relatable. And then, he, oh, by the right. way, he just happens to be really smart. He just happens to be really strong and on and on and on. So what, they focus they, on Steve Rogers rather than Captain America.
4: And it's hard not to look at these movies anymore and and judge them by what came after, the, like yeah. judge mm-hmm. them by the entire twenty film arc that they have right. they've, they've put right. out. But that said, he has become at least this iteration of him has really kind of become l- less of a character and more the embodiment of morals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, his subsequent movies, like Winter Soldier and Civil War, were always um, him butting up against. Um, uh, you know, things that uh, I'm trying to think of the way to put it.
1: It's, it's the white things and black that were going to accomplish
4: good, but they weren't. Wh- yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Black and white butting up against the gray things that were going to accomplish good, but they, they were um, means that didn't necessarily justify the ends. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, I mean, if, if you're looking at it in, in that term, doesn't work so well for the first Avenger, but if you're looking at it like as as far as him being less of a person and more of um, kind of this physical embodiment mm-hmm. of, of, of character, mm-hmm. it makes more sense.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what makes it work so well, too. In the first movie, it really is him coming into his own, but but being that very black and white against an evil that is very clear cut. Bad guys. because that's
4: what the time that's because that's yes. what the
2: time frame was it worked right, perfectly right. it worked perfectly and then as we get into civil war and well even the first avengers movie but certainly civil war and onwards um you're right he's dealing with these these the question is not so much you know who's the bad guy or anything like that it's it's okay we have a decision to make and sometimes it seems like sticking with your principles could actually lead to more death and destruction. And right. he has to, right. he has to cope with that and deal with that and answer that. And of course we know from civil war onwards, like he still sticks with what he he mm-hmm. knows to be right. Yeah. Um, but the challenge is, is different. And I like that because it shows that arc and it shows it becoming a much more um, intricate thing than what's yeah, portrayed yeah. in the, in the first yeah. movie. And
1: I'll, I'll, you you mentioned something too where it's like for that time because this one of the things that I love about this movie that I think it did so well is that especially in the back half of this movie, it feels like a flipping comic book.
3: Yeah. Like mm-hmm. something that
1: you would have pulled off the 1940s mm-hmm. comic book stand, you know, open mm-hmm. it up and you've got Captain America socking Adolf Hitler across the jaw.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Visually, <laughs> I've, it's I've amazing. Punched, I love I've the pushed cinematography. i Adolf Hitler 200 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, the cinematography in this movie is amazing. Just, yeah. Mm. The look and the feel of the movie
4: is that's super super cool. That's one other thing I was going to list as a pro for it because Joe Johnston uh, was the director for this movie, mm-hmm. and he also directed October Sky and The what Rocketeer, I love okay. which
3: were love those. which were, yeah
4: both both set in uh huh. I love The Rocketeer, both set in roughly the same time period. Mm-hmm. So he seems to excel mm-hmm. at time or period pieces like that. Yeah,
3: and yeah, not only just the visuals, but the propping of this movie. Mm-hmm. is phenomenal mm-hmm. and like they like they really got the details down in terms of the look and the feel of the area not just visually in terms of right. color and lighting but also what they're holding and costuming and so on
1: mm-hmm. um yeah fun fact actually you mentioned october sky is actually in my top 10 favorite films oh um, cool what number what number <laughs> i want
4: to build a I'm rocket not
1: sure, i'm not sure exactly <laughs> which one but it's it's definitely in in my top 10 Um, I, one more thing before we head on, uh, to our second question, the casting in this, you guys have mentioned it, especially with the supporting characters are great. Mm -hmm. There was a big question mark coming in about Chris Evans, um, Mm -hmm. coming into this because really all we had seen of him at this point was that he was Johnny storm from the Fox's fantastic four films. Yeah. He
4: didn't do much prior to this.
1: Yeah. And so he comes in and you know, oh, he was in a ton
4: of stuff. He just wasn't captain America. Yeah. He was not captain
1: America at all. And so there was a big question mark around Chris Evans. And I really thought he did a great job playing Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm.
2: I think that's something I take for granted too, and didn't think about kind of maybe almost the risk going into that. I just, he -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. he is captain America and you you, both in, in look and and acting and definitely take it for granted now. But I, I, yeah, I guess there was something of a risk surrounding that. Oh yeah, Um, You can't exactly change folks midstream when you've got 10 movies planned. Didn't he sign? It was like a, Five or, Howard, contract, five or six movie contract i think yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say look <laughs> right at you edward norton well you can get away yeah. with that maybe oh, yeah. once <laughs> <laughs> but i i thought to to kind of echo what you were saying trip i i think it's a really solid intro story it's a good mm-hmm. origin yeah, story there's yeah. so many superhero movies that, that we've seen origin stories a million times and uh, I, this one does, I think an exceptionally good job at it because it, it hits all the character traits that y'all talked about. It showed that journey and it took it, it took its time doing it, but not so long that you're like, okay, please get to, I want to see captain America now. <laughs> right. I yeah, thought that was done really well. already. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Up. Well, I mean, that's a great segue. <laughs> yeah. That's a great segue though, into what would we have changed? Yeah
4: uh i would have changed chris evans as captain america oh, Really, way really? to <laughs> undermine everything yeah. i just said no oh. I, I know i know i'm sitting here listening to you guys sing his praises uh-huh, going oh uh-huh. i'm so uh-huh. gonna punch a hole in this <laughs> but so who would you no. have cast i don't know i'm just here to make i'm just here to make trouble i, I don't have an answer <laughs> i don't have a solution just the problem no so like all in all i actually really do enjoy him mm. it's his face i think i think it just he he looked the entire time i see him uh through all the movies he looks too boyish and pouty the entire it's the lips i think really and so i chris mm, is that if the you're Skywalker listening effect? to this man i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah
1: chris you are um, a lovely human being and <laughs> he did a wonderful come ge- hang yeah out. he
4: did he did a wonderful ge- yeah yeah i'll buy you come on, yeah, on, the, show. A come on the show it's fine but yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's not a dad uh, he's got a dog he's a he's a he's a fur daddy <laughs> <laughs> that that sounded wrong. wrong really <laughs> weird right. he's a what <laughs> <laughs> i think that's he actual has fur, term babies. Though. fur babies fur babies yeah that's an actual term um Um, so it it was just, it was just that my, my impression of my impression of, uh, Steve Rogers and Captain America has always been somebody that looked like they were firmly in their mid to late thirties, had a really strong jaw and uh, a military presence about them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, um, looked like a leader and he did a great job. I just, I, the entire time I looked at him, I just felt like he was, uh displaced there it was just felt something felt
2: out of place for him. really I, I think that was the contrast um, they yeah. were trying to strike though was that he wasn't the jock type he wasn't what you think of when you think of a stereotypical like right military-esque so, leader yeah. I, maybe, maybe, I, I think it was intentional. Which is why they have grumpy
4: it, Tommy Lee Jones across from him Right, in the <laughs> well, And as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was real, realizing the contradiction. So maybe, you know, the Steve Rogers I'm used to from the comics mm-hmm. was the Rogers that spent lots and lots of time in the military before he got frozen and then had that you know, affectation in mm-hmm. present day, you know, when I'm, when I'm reading right. the comic books, he didn't have that in the first Avenger. I
2: I, I um, think that is a good, so, a good point. I, I, maybe I'm contradicting contradicting myself here too, because I just said, I thought the timing was really good on the, on the the origin story, but there's, there's two parts that I would, I would probably change with that. So one, actually this ties into what you're saying, Trip, is the actual timeline. So here's a guy who went around, um, Lying to recruiters, essentially, Mm -hmm. which that's a whole discussion (laughs) on in justifying the means because Mm -hmm. he did lie to recruiters, which is a federal crime. (laughs) Um, So he he finally he finally gets in. He goes to training. Of course, he's selected. The only reason he gets in is because he's going to be a part of this special Mm -hmm. program. But he goes he goes to basic training. Uh, he, He goes through all that. And I think it gets a little cloudy on what the timeline is, because you have this guy who who went from scrawny Mm. to to being, you know, very, very muscular Zero to hero. But that doesn't necessarily just basic training is nine weeks or it is now. I don't know what it was in World War II era. But (laughs) even that and tack on even a couple months after that, like, would he have the military skills and everything to do what he was doing? I don't know. And this ties into my second point, which is I think they spent a little too much time on him as a performer. I like the idea as a story point of like, yeah. okay, you've been selected for this special thing, you've received at least some of this training, and this senator comes along is like, you want to help the war effort? Go help sell war bonds. Don't make me some money, and he, right? And he and he he does it because he believes, you know what? I want to help. I mm-hmm. want to do what I can right. do to to advance advance this cause. I think they hang around on it just a little a too point. much, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I think we could get. And I know it translates into the action because he was doing the USO show, yeah. then he finds out Bucky was captured, and he goes. But and that's where I get wow. kind of hung up, where I'm like, okay, you spent like months doing these USO shows, which is fine, but you went from basic basic training USO shows. To going and liberating entire like camp <laughs> right. and destroying people. it, right. and I'm like, and I'm not, I am not the person who's going to sit here and go like that. Comic book movie wasn't realistic, but yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think that's that's one of those small things because they do so much well, mm-hmm. and there really aren't that many plot holes or gaps or anything like that that I look at and go, eh, I wish they could have tightened that up a little yeah. bit. We're, the, we, the-
4: we're picking we're picking nits at this point for for sure
2: and i think that that speaks to it that like if we're going to talk about things we want to improve there really are nitpicks honestly do i think it's the strongest of the marvel movies no No, do i think it's even the best of the the captain america movies no but i think it's a very very solid movie in its own right
3: i would have loved to spend more time on the relationship with bucky Mm, yes and then also the howling commandos the howling commandos felt very knights Mm. of ren to
2: me yeah mm-hmm. like oh <laughs> like you missed an opportunity an yeah. huge <laughs> so miss opportunity. so cool but you didn't do anything but you didn't that's, do anything
1: and now I'll, I'll i'll piggyback off of that one of the things that i wish they would have changed was i think that this movie could have benefited from an extra 15 20 minutes runtime specifically in the howling commandos mm-hmm. the time from when they're formed until bucky dies that there I'd needed agree. to be something that was in that point. I think it could have benefited from a little bit. Cut time minutes, that. You cut, cut 10 the minutes USO off
2: shows, 10
4: minutes of the US, and you're USO. Yep. And you, right. Yep. Yeah. Aaron, your point uh, about, um, uh, your point about, um, Captain America actually ties into a little bit about what I was, I was kind of hoping for. I would have liked, um, for more backstory about why steve is the way that he is why is he so you know why why is he this supposedly flawless Mm -hmm. flawless moral character right um why is he so dead set on serving his country to the extent
2: that he is and this is Um, they don't mention this in the movie andrew correct me if i'm wrong here he was an orphan right he and Bucky were both orphans. I they think. they
1: briefly mm. mention it where yeah. Yeah. he basically okay. says that oh, you know to that first recruiter that his parents had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, right. And uh, I, I'm not as familiar with like you know Golden Age comic book lore. Um, right. It's, it's right. a weak right. spot for me. I'm sorry, I'm not perfect, guys. And I only um, bring
2: that up because I thought maybe there's something there for the point that, that trip's making, but you're talking about someone who's seen the movie multiple times. And even I don't remember that line being in there. So
1: to it though, that this, you know, he's been brought up in hard times and more, more like his physical condition on -hmm. just like, he doesn't Mm -hmm. like bullies. He's been bullied all the time. So he makes Mm -hmm. the decision. I don't like bullies. And so even though he doesn't have the physical means to stand up to them, it's a character trait inside of him that he's going to stand up for the literal little guy.
3: Mm-hmm. The other thing that I would have changed in this movie, would has no bearing towards making it a better story, I just think it would have been funny and would have okay. been cool. So when Steve <laughs> and Peggy walk in to get him transformed into Captain America, okay. there's this little old lady who, uh, who, with, who's sort of the, the keeper. Like, with right. the Tommy
2: gun under the desk. With a t- <laughs> yeah, I yeah.
3: really wish we would have seen more of this little old lady blowing people <laughs> away. <laughs>
2: I know I she gets to, she actually awesome. gets the fire it she and does. she gets shot she for <laughs> so it just shoots into the ceiling. I actually <laughs> so I was writing I was writing
4: notes like stream of consciousness mm-hmm. while I was watching this and I actually have it all caps. The
1: old lady <laughs> with five <laughs> so with five cool.
4: exclamation points cuz they killed fun. her and she just yeah.
3: fun yeah.
1: fact though. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays that German spy that's Thorin Oakenshield from the Hobbit films, Richard Armitage. Oh. Oh cool.
4: Okay. Oh okay.
3: Huh.
1: Yeah. Um, Still not as cool as old lady now. with a Tommy gun. Yeah, basically.
4: Okay, be careful, because if we get on a Lord of the Rings tangent, Aaron's That's not going to be able to get I'm Aaron I'm going to be
1: dangerous territory. I'm sorry, I just
2: guys. I, just I, I don't have much to say about just the mute. Hobbit movies. I'll leave it right there.
4: Oh, oh really? <laughs> okay.
3: All right, guys, we
2: can talk about um, Hobbit all we want. Yeah.
4: So um, I also would have liked a little more insight into uh, what the serum did for Steve, because all of a sudden, after he turns into this buff daddy, He (laughs) is apparently a military genius. Apparently now he's a great strategist. And that's Mm -hmm. what I was
2: talking about earlier is where does that, where does that come from? I know I I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it amplifies your traits, right? And that's the point they're making like positive and negative traits. Right. So maybe he's like this, this tactic, like he has a a knack for tactics and he's really good at risk. right, Right. Assessment and things like that. And like, maybe that gets amplified and that well i would it, actually buy that to a certain extent but that's where right. I, like i was saying the timeline gets a little muddy because i'm like yeah. how do you know how to do right. all this like did you go to Man. jump training or do you just know how to like right. parachute now well <laughs> I, they, they allude in the
1: movies specifically that his memory is amplified so for example like mm-hmm. with the, um, him remembering where all the factories were on that mm-hmm. one map and it's like it's right about Ooh. here and then peggy carter played well, amazingly by so that's that's a that really I get, but what good, did he learn? That's where sorry. That, go that ahead. Factories were
2: well. I was actually going to say, I thought that was. I, I didn't know that had anything to do with the the serum or or mm-hmm. the, his, mm-hmm. his his Richard. I thought they were implying, or at least it came across to me this way, that he was just really, really good at that kind of thing like he mm, right. he was he he could look at that kind of thing and go here's what i need to know here's the map right and he could tra- i didn't think about it from the serum standpoint in the comics which I do make know a lot of this, sense.
1: captain america one of his traits is that he is a master tactician and that the mm-hmm. reason that he is the yeah, head yeah. of the avengers team is that he's the one who calls the shots on iron man do this hulk right. do that hulk smash you know black widow do that and go and th- coming up with the plan that, you know, yeah. that makes the but, Avengers so deadly is he knows how to use the team. But that
2: makes a lot of sense because there's guys like in the military, the, 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 well, there are guys who they do have that natural knack for it or guys mm-hmm. who are in the military who join it because they do have, they have that personality and uh, right. their, the wits of their way, their brain works. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. They're right. just really good at seeing things that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do wonder if maybe, Steve never got the chance to display that before the treatment because mm-hmm. he's he's rejected from recruiters he's always getting beaten up yep. by bullies and he mm-hmm. never had a chance to really show it the army never wanted him um right. because he's 4f and, and then he just wanted he actually chance. right exactly so when he does get in he you know that's kind of always been there and then gets amplified by the serum mm-hmm. and it was there the whole I say serum, the yeah. it was there from the beginning, and he just gets to show it off now. He he's just, just studying because he can't get in the military
1: <laughs> trip. You were saying, so,
4: yeah. Well, so going super nerd for just a, girl, a second, so- and the, <laughs> and hey, on that note, um, having not watched this movie in years, but you know, having seen Endgame in the last you know mm-hmm. year, year and a half, and remembering the final scene where he's dancing with Peggy, mm-hmm. I forgot that that was a tie-in it's to all, all the conversations he had with. They did it. They did a fantastic job uh, Mm -hmm. bringing that whole conversation full circle, but going super nerd for just a second, the uh, I don't think he became a master tactician technician. I don't (laughs) think he became a tactician technician until uh, the Ultimates came out, and when they did, when Marvel did their Ultimate line. In uh, early two thousands, okay. okay, up till that point, I think in the six sixteen universe, it, he was just a six one six powerhouse. Six one six, six one six,
1: six one sixteen, six
4: of one, six of another, half a dozen of another, um, <laughs> math, but math Command words, numbers, numbers, numbers. But anyway, he um, so like being the being the goofball and the the nerd that I am, that. <laughs> sorry i was trying so hard to hold the laugh in. aaron made me laugh from something he did 10 seconds ago
1: it's the Um, office
4: i was able to look at it and go okay you know maybe that's what happened but if the serum is going to make you that brilliant kind of person um at least show something real quick that shows that he's absorbing you know knowledge Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. or information Quicker. So m- maybe mm-hmm. maybe in between USO shows, he's reading books on strategy or something well, I like think, that. Yeah. So
2: that's something that I don't think is explicitly shown, but is totally in character. You mm-hmm. know, he's got, yeah, exactly. He's studying maps that maybe he's not even supposed to have access to. He's right. reading yeah. right. Sun Tzu's Art of War. He's doing all these things that he probably would have received a little bit of, of training on, although... Mm. <laughs> It's, well, it's I go char- into all that. It's but his
1: character, though, that he would go. And he would do that, that stuff on naturally. His own. Whether right. someone yeah.
2: taught it to him or not, he would right. go out and try and find and find out. Right. And I also thought this would be really interesting because tying his character into strategy, he would be making decisions that are weighing the cost. It's not a OK, we're going to go. We're going to achieve this objective. And whoever, you know, whatever the casualties are, or what they are like, he's not that kind of guy. So right. he has that like second level of brilliance, I guess you would say where he's like, okay, well, how can we do both? Mm-hmm. How can I come mm-hmm. up with something that ensures we all make it back? Okay. but we still yeah. do what mm-hmm. we need to do. And he's just that kind of guy.
1: Yeah. So my, I, I've got a few things as far as the, um, is what I would like to see changed in this film. Number one being how long is that aircraft hanger? Um, <laughs> at the very end, <laughs> good heavens. Um, but one of the greatest strengths in this movie, I think is actually one of its biggest limitations. Okay. Um, the fact that it's like a, you know, pulp comic book from the forties, mm-hmm. they made it look like this is classic captain America. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it gets much of the chance to kind of rise above into that great territory of something more than just a popcorn film status, mm-hmm. but does it have to like, it's so like, well, I, I, I would have said no, until winter soldier and civil war right. came out right okay. which we'll get to that later on but those yeah. are two of my top five favorite mine marvel two. films
2: <laughs> oh winter two. soldier is my I top love favorite, I love, film. favorite I love film. winter soldier yeah, yeah. It's, not mine mine, my, it's my two. number I love it. one i had it a, when it
4: came out i texted a buddy of mine and said so how was it because i hadn't seen it yet he mm-hmm. goes eh it was all right i like the first one better I said, what? are you serious? He goes, nope. <laughs> he said, yeah. he said okay. it was awesome. Go
1: see it as soon as you can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's it,
2: interesting it, though, because I actually, when when this, when first Avenger came out, which I cannot believe was 10 years ago, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters, friends saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. and I thought it was really, really good. It wasn't like my favorite movie mm-hmm. of all time, but I thought it was really, right. really good. Most of my friends had that reaction of like,
0: it's okay which
2: which kind of surprised me i think there's there's a maybe not a majority but there's a lot of people out there that think and this was before the other marvel movies came out so there's nothing to compare them to thought that first avenger was okay and i found myself on the side of like i don't know i thought i apparently i think it's a lot better than you (laughs) but for some people
3: like captain america is their toby Maguire spider-man moment
1: right yeah like really? a lot of people yeah.
3: take that for granted. Like the people that really hail to bring comic books to screen is really Michael Keaton and Tobey Maguire. They were mm-hmm. the first two to really bring it in a big way. Because True. at that point we we hadn't True. really seen him. And Spider Man still this the most recognizable comic book character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the world, like double over any of these other guys. What right?
1: Superman really? oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, i don't know i fight you on that one but okay you
3: can fight me all you no, want it's, but it's internet, like it's like a statistical right. thing spidey over it's, superman you Come do this on. all
1: day
4: kevin yeah <laughs> i could do this all day
1: <laughs> look at you
4: tying lines into the, well, into the podcast that's not yeah. the it's first the steve, time you've done it's that a steve rogers shirt
1: okay right. we'll power, or is it gold can we can we also talk about some of the cg that's in gold. this movie i thought the my the face the face replace on skinny steve is pretty dang good Yes, great. that looks spectacular. But like all
4: the budget went towards that. Yes, yeah. yeah. But when Bucky fell off the cliff, when Bucky it's fell out of the tray,
1: <laughs>
4: it's it's but very I, very yeah. very RoboCop. Yeah. Very Robo-Cop. Yeah. RoboCop is a great film. Well, I'm I'm Smack thinking I'm thinking about
1: mouth. I'm thinking about no, the,
3: Robo- you know, the, the
4: chase. The, the original up. RoboCop. Robocop I, was awesome. You guys keep going. We're just going to have our own little side <laughs> conversation. Yeah, we're talking about Robocop. Uh, <laughs> no, the I original was Robocop, about, not the remake. I'm I'm talking about the very end of Robocop, where the guy fell out of the window and how are bad. Are we the really CGI going was. down this path? <laughs> yes. My point <laughs> well, that is not a my fair po- comparison. <laughs> my point was thirty years okay, difference but, between those films. But exactly. But it reminded me of a movie from the '80s. The CGI was. Kind
2: of bad. So I I try and be really careful with that when we when we watch movies that are even a couple years old, but certainly 10 years old about the CGI, because I don't know, is it was it was it bad for the era or was it just bad from what we're looking at? Well, bad bad is a very strong word. None of this was bad. It's it's dated (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) It's dated (laughs) for sure. But I don't know. I think for the time it was pretty good there's probably, a couple of shots. There's a couple of shots that I was like, eh, okay. I need some extra it's wall,
4: worse. It's probably worse in 4K. It probably know, sure. the mm-hmm. blemishes probably stand out more in in, in high it, def and then, it than it reminded in me some.
1: It reminded me some of Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, where it's That's like that almost per, almost purposefully mm-hmm. bad <laughs> mm-hmm. green screen at times.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Um. They we may all have been on the going same page for something there, Sky but Sky Captain,
2: some, by the way, do we all agree that Sky Captain is actually just a fun film and it's super fun. Like, it shouldn't be like, okay, maybe not. I, I'm, of um, the, I'm, of the, I'm of the opinion, like, look, this is a fun film. Don't take it for any more than that. Right. That's all yep. you
1: can judge it on. I'm, yeah, I'm going exactly. to
4: say the same no three more, magic no words no I say every single time. Never saw it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's probably painful to go back and look at now. I, but it, it probably not is. A,
4: I am not a huge fan of, I like old movies. I like movies that are set in the... In the past and period pieces? Yeah, any period piece I like. But I'm not wild about sci fi a sci-fi period piece. Oh, uh, okay, so like a golden which, uh, age. Then Don't right. Watch. Yeah. so like yeah, back Don't in the day. Watch. I never went, that's why I never wanted to go see that's Sky dumb. Sky Captain and why, all like, that movie is. Yeah. Exactly, which is why like Captain America like First Avenger is not the first movie I'm going to go back to right. every single time because it's exactly that. So, well, yeah.
2: but you like Winter Soldier in Civil War better because even though it's Cap- it's Captain America but he's in current exactly exactly
4: to say nothing that i mean they really stepped up the game for writing and tension and Mm -hmm.
2: everything else oh yeah Um, oh yeah yeah but as far as setting goes you prefer that over the interesting most definitely
1: most definitely yeah Mm -hmm. so that actually is a good segue into what we'd actually score the film and we're gonna do uh we wanted to come up with something that's a little bit uh unique (laughs) for dadgum nerds and not just give like a simple oh this is a whatever number a million Uh, we want to give you guys three different scores on this um, one of which is we're calling our dad night score, which is going to be if it's just me watching this, if it's just us dads watching this, what would we score the film on our own? We're also going to do a date night score, which that is going to be if it's <laughs> me and my wife watching a film, how does this rate on an actual date night movie? Three, we're going to do, you actually did three this time. <laughs> I did and I get <laughs> everybody through you, threw threw you. Me off by doing three <laughs> instead of four. You got to <laughs> do, do it with what your you're eyes closed.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, the third one is our family night score, which this one's probably going to be a little bit of a, a variation for each person. But mm-hmm. family night is like, would we pop this right. in? What would we score this <laughs> on? Popping this in on an actual family
2: night movie. Everybody's kids are a different age, yeah. so yeah. yeah. So this is not a content parental no. advisory. This is just—is it? Would you want the family to sit and watch it? Is it good? Everyone would enjoy it or not? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah something like along those, those lines. Right. I mean, inevitably there's going to be some content stuff mm-hmm. that comes up in this conversation. Sure. But that's regardless not the of movies that this. you watch. Right. right. That's not that's not the focus of this. So so uh, we'll start off with dad night scores. Aaron, what would you score this for dad night?
2: Yeah, on one to ten, I'm gonna give this a seven point five for me. Seven point five. It's very it's it's good. It's it's really good.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how about you, Trip?
4: I'm gonna give it a seven. Solid seven uh, for all of the reasons that we just talked about. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> why say, why say more word? Right. Keyword I do already, trick. <laughs> yeah. I already yeah.
4: talked about it. So
1: <laughs> uh, Kevin, how about you? Yeah. I was struggling with this one
3: between a six or a seven, mostly because I started, when I started looking at this film, it was more of a. Am uh, I ranking mean, this within the world of just the MCU. Like how yeah. is it as a firms of MCU? Yeah. But then I got that out of my head and it's, It's a seven. Like it's a it's a fine film. Um, If I was yeah. It's a. I mean, it's not something acceptable. It's not something I'd go back to. It's not in. It's not even in my top ten within Marvel films. But I mean, it's a
1: fine film to go back and revisit every once in a while for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I classified as good. I classified as a seven too. So pretty much sevens across the board, guys.
2: This is really interesting, though, because once again, I find myself in the category of liking it just a little bit more than everyone else that (laughs) I know. Right? (laughs) Not much. I'm not saying it's a masterpiece. I'm just saying I, I think I enjoy it. Just that much more. for some reason. I, sure. I would right. if
1: someone popped this in on like just, you know, guys, night or whatever and said, hey, we're going to watch Captain America. First Avenger. I yeah, yeah right, cool. cool. Whatever. We're down. Let's do cool. Yeah, we're, no, we're sure. doing
4: it. Yeah. yeah, there would. if Yeah, that's a great way to put it. If we were all watching it, there would probably be a lot of conversation going on oh, yeah. while the movie was playing. Sure. And it which would, would be, arguably a background be just as movie. fun,
1: arguably be just as fun as the actual movie itself. Right. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Date night score. Aaron, what would you score this for date night?
2: Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven uh oh, obviously really? there's a there, well keep in mind there's a little bit of i think everyone's gonna have a different rating here because i think our wives are Everybody, all different, everybody's different, 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 different. Yeah. Well, my, my wife likes captain america she likes this movie she likes the marvel movies this is one we like to sit down and watch together and mm-hmm. you, you do have that um there's the the peggy side of things yeah. as far you know there is some some it's romance and stuff in there mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. especially when you see how it comes full circle through the whole the whole marvel universe sure. so mm-hmm. uh, yeah this is a good this is a seven for a date night for me Mm-hmm. How
4: about you, Trip? I'm going to put it a six or a seven. Um, okay. Faith Faith does not really care for superhero movies. However, she loves weird, so she loves things like... Um, Tripp. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Strange. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 walk straight into that one. Oh, my gosh. She loves Dr. Strange. She can't wait for WandaVision. Okay. Uh, and, well, yeah. and Guardians gonna get of the weird. Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Guardians of the Galaxy. But um, she does love uh, period pieces. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. and if I was going to like, can you please watch this with me? Which I don't know why I would. Uh, it <laughs> would. She would be more likely to watch that than if it wasn't one of the movies that she already enjoyed. Okay. Sure.
1: So that's a seven. Is that what you said? I'll say a seven. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, how about you? Yes.
3: Yeah, so Margaret is, was kind of a sci-fi, but not super sci-fi person before we met so she was big into like stargate and star trek yes yeah there you go but she but she wasn't a big marvel person at all so she watches a lot of stuff because i like it and it's nostalgic for me like for example i hate the new transformers movies oh she actually likes them she likes them but but that's the first time she's introduced them so she has no backstory about anything um
4: yeah, what's not to like about Wrecking Ball testicles? Oh, right. I mean,
3: so there's that. Why,
4: why, why wouldn't you? Just an instant sci-fi classic. Yeah. So getting
3: introducing her to Marvel through the MCU, Captain America is actually her favorite character within the MCU. Okay. okay. But uh-huh. this isn't even the, the best Captain America film. Right. Uh, right. Right. So for me, it's a six and a half.
1: Okay. Solid score, though. Uh, my wife uh, is... She tolerates Marvel films. She goes with (laughs) me to see them when they come out. Um, For Mm -hmm. whatever reason, she doesn't like Spider-Man though. So she won't go see those. Um, But she does like Captain America and she did ask to watch this one evening because she had been forever since she had seen it. So of the Marvel films, I'd probably put this square in the center of where we do a date night. So I'd probably have to give it a five because it's not her favorite. But at the same time, like there's some, you know, there's some stuff in there You know Throw a bone to date night Type of a thing Yeah
3: Does she like um, Any nerdy sort of she Anything She
1: does So Lord of the Rings Is her go to Like okay. That is her background choice. films She will watch those You know On a you know long work day Start a fellowship of the ring Extended edition And literally mm. wrap up That same day Going to bed Finishing up Return of the King Okay Um. She's also she's A huge Harry Potter fan She's a huge Harry Potter fan Alright right.
3: So she's a pothead
1: Yeah <laughs> I remember. <laughs> um, I think, no, <laughs> um, she like, But there are a few things sci-fi that she enjoys. The Marvels, sure. it's hit or miss with her, and I probably put this square in the center. So I'm gonna give it a five for date night.
2: Kevin, you said something that made me think. I should have mentioned this probably from the get-go and didn't, and it's definitely influencing my score and my commentary. Captain America is my favorite superhero. Uh, sure. So mm. there's some of that definitely playing into it as well. Absolutely. That, I don't know why the, I didn't the say the that at the five. beginning. That's it is, it five. is. It's it's I, I should have said it yeah. like at the very beginning and somehow it slipped my mind. So Oops. that's definitely influencing mine as well.
4: You did get a little googly-eyed just then when you started talking about him. Oh, you he's,
1: know. he's my favorite <laughs> but, but superhero. Not like, but <laughs> not like Aragorn.
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Nothing. And no one is like Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that just got creepy. All
1: right, mm. moving on to our family night score, Aaron. What would you give this for family night?
2: Yeah, once again, I'm going to say seven. Again, it's it's tying into my, my bias that I just admitted to. Sure. Seven's um, across think, the board. Okay, and, and I think this one is one of the more. Uh, I, I could see arguments against it. Red Skull's pretty scary. You know, there's mm, there's intense sweet. moments about. But out of a lot of the Marvel movies, this one is less complex. Yeah. And I think as 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 yeah. far it's and also, and I know this is a theme we mentioned a lot on our show here. But good, the good guys are the good guys, the yep. bad guys are the bad guys, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think as a at, for family night for for kids, aside from the scary stuff and sure. the violence, you know, sitting down and and enjoying it, I'm going to put it at a seven. I, I think especially out of a lot of the Marvel movies and. The main character is someone that you would hold up as a role model. While right. I love the character of, you know, say, Tony Stark and Iron Man, that's not someone I want my kids <laughs> emulating, sure. right? But, but Captain America is. So, yeah, um, yeah actually I'm going to of give this a seven. Hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah, Tony Stark seven. got
2: created off of a bet.
4: Really? Who, who yeah. did? Tony Stark? Tony Stark.
3: So he oh, is cool. like, if you actually read him in the comic books, he's like... The kind of worst person you could ever come across. Oh, yeah. Like he's a real loser. So, yeah. he was gambler, a, he was a, cocaine, uh, a he was cocaine, cocaine addict, addict at one point. Something. So alcohol. So Stanley took a bet that he couldn't create a character that was like just a horrible person that everybody would love. Wow. Hmm. Enter, Iron Enter, Enter Iron
1: Man. Enter Iron Man. Yeah. Wow. All right, Trip, how about you? Uh what are we talking about? Family Night, Family score, night score. Come on. Family <laughs> Night Score
4: three. I'm oh, going to give it a go three. Go that low. Okay. Hattie Hattie is the one that tanks it for me because she is she cannot stand any sense of peril whatsoever. <laughs> She's 2 years old. She's 2 years old. I mean, if things get too intense on like a Disney show or mm-hmm. if you give a mouse a cookie, mm-hmm. there's there is an episode of if you give a mouse a cookie where mouse rides on a train like a like a like a toy train. Mm-hmm. Um, through the woods, he lays out his own track and, and just takes a train right through. Hattie cannot stand that. It freaks yeah. her out for some reason. <laughs> so uh, the 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 in, almost any Marvel film is a non-starter. A so just yeah. everybody get, get ready for this. Like most of my family nights are probably going to be threes or yeah. under, depending yeah. on what we're yeah. looking at. Yeah. And Red my- Skull is also a non-starter. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I'm a, sure. it's a red skull. <laughs> I'm not showing my kid that. Yeah to say but it's Hugo,
1: but it's hugo Weaven. come on yes. it, yeah, okay well then i'll show her the matrix
4: okay. no i won't no no i'll, show, you, I'll, I'll show her i'll show her that scene in lord of the rings where he shows up as the elf there you go. King Elrond. Rencer, right? Right? Yeah. i don't know i never all saw the, it all right, oh, the
3: kevin.
1: battle in the first part yeah, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> kevin what's your score yes
3: yeah, so i'm giving this guy a four okay um i mean i have also a mess of kids we have four kids 10 8 5 and 3 and some of my kids are super sensitive like i had one of my kids cry at big hero 6 when oh. when the marshmallow dude but like Bay died Max. when baymax oh, died yeah. and then come back he's like they're like why, you, why, why did you That's show me this, this is that is horrible. Why <laughs> that is that is sure is? <laughs> like why did you did show me film? the
2: part where the brother gets killed no just Baymax. Oh, it's screw you. Yeah, it's just Baymax. <laughs> <laughs> just Baymax. Brother just Baymax. wasn't nearly as huggable. <laughs> there's like, yeah, there's
3: no attachment to the older brother at that point. Um, but yeah, so a four. I'd give this one a four. Like, it's, like most Marvel movies, just like Trip said, they're not really designed for kids that are sensitive
1: mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, and but I, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have to kind of score this like I have kids that are a little bit older because right now all I have is a one and a half year old who yeah they can put him in you, front of you, anything it you matter. literally can have just about anything on the television and he's not going to care like he's not right. really watching it all that much um so I'm kind of having to think of this later and uh one of you guys said it earlier that clear black and white I mm-hmm. think makes it a little bit easier and more mm-hmm. tolerable for a family mm-hmm. evening it is fairly violent there is a moment where uh Captain America pushes this guy into a propeller and turns into a little bit of a red mist yeah um so it is did he push him or did the guy just lose his did did the guy just i think he lost um, he lost his grip i think is what it was but either way you know it's it it can be a very violent film Mm -hmm. um if you've got kids who are able to handle something like that sure i'd call this a good family night film but i know if it's if you've got some sensitive kids i'd probably stay away from it yeah i'd probably give it a six okay and that finishes up our discussion for Captain America: The First Avenger. You can find it on Disney Plus right now. For it's movie. It's uh, Disney it's Plus it just has all my money. Enter code
4: a- DGN to get a ten percent discount. No, just kidding. No,
1: no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> None of that. None of that. Well, next up is our game, which uh, Kevin is going to be taking over here in just a second, and we'll yeah. be right back oh, after yeah. this. This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to DadGumNerds.com, click our sponsors tab, and it'll take you straight there. These guys supported us in the beginning, and we'd love for you to support them back. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Kevin, what have you got for us today?
3: We are playing just straight up trivia.
4: Dadgum trivia. Dadgum trivia. Yay.
1: So why
4: why (laughs) are we playing dadgum trivia, Kevin? Why not? Because your wife thought the other games were too hard. No, 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 no. She thought my initial (laughs) questions for
3: this game, for this trivia question, were too hard. Oh, okay.
4: I I misread your text. Dang it. I thought I had you dead to rights. Okay, (laughs) And you did not. Thought I had you in a corner. Uh, Yeah, so so this is Kevin in a corner. Yeah, nobody. That's how we're doing this.
3: So this trivia game is based around Captain America: The First Adventure. So you're gonna have questions about either a character in the movie, or actors in the movie, or the film itself. Okay. And we're gonna do buzz in just like we normally do. All right. So we'll go around, around. Andrew, what's your buzzer? Mine. Trip.
4: I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. No,
3: you're no Batman. Batman. It's
4: Batman. <laughs> it's I'm just Batman. kidding. I'm just kidding. It's Batman. And Aaron.
2: Bankruptcy.
1: Take it with the office. Nice. Yes. nice.
3: <laughs>
2: Bankruptcy.
3: All right, so, yeah, so some of these will have extra talking points to it as well as we go through it. So don't have a ton of questions here. So here we go. Question number
2: one. Let's do it. Who, who created Captain America? Mine? Bankruptcy. Aaron. The... Scientific strategic reserves. So,
3: what actual human being? Uh, that's oh, Captain S- America. Stan. Oh, I, I said mine. Oh, sorry, I I, mis- I misunderstood
2: <laughs> the question. No, you're you're good, <laughs> but you're right. A bunch of lab rats. You, you are not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> that's the answer we're looking for.
1: Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I guess that was Andrew. It's so. It, I know Stanley was part of the equation, but um, Steve he, he was Ditka? not
3: part. He was not part of the original group
1: was it, it's Ditka is his last name isn't it no it is not ah okay i could be wrong all right i am wrong <laughs> do i get like What's half
2: that? a point or <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: you get brownie points good <laughs> sir
3: and tripper aaron do you have any idea i don't i don't this is probably clue. one of the hardest questions. okay so legendary comic book artist jack
2: kirby oh oh my gosh yeah, That's I, and, I you know, definitely know that. I didn't yeah, you know realize that. he was. Yeah, yeah. Why, we, we know Andrew? who he is. Yeah, we
4: know who
1: he is. I just yeah. and then um, I should have had that. Oh, come this on. This is Andrew. this
3: writer's probably most prolific character. It's a gentleman named Joe Simon. Joe Simon. Oh. Yes, Joe Simon. OK. okay. Hmm. All right. So the questions get easier from there because they're all now they're all film related. OK. OK, so Captain America, the first Avenger is first chronologically. But what number Bam, is man. it? Trip. Four. Incorrect. Bankruptcy. Ah. Aaron. Three. Incorrect. Mine. Andrew. Five? Fifth. It is the fifth.
1: Okay,
2: so Iron Man. So Iron
3: Man, Man, The Incredible Hulk,
1: Hulk, Iron Man
3: 2. Oh, Iron Man 2. and then Captain America.
2: I thought (laughs) thought Thor came after Captain America, and I forgot about
3: Iron Man 2. And it's actually a pretty tight window, so... Iron Man and Incredible Hulk both came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2, 2010, and then Thor and, for, and Captain America came out in 2011. 2011. I remember that.
1: Mm. I remember that. Okay, so woohoo. I got a point. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the board. Okay.
3: Yeah, you're on the board. Feeling okay, good. so question, question three of six. How many times did Chris Evans decline the role of Batman. Captain America?
2: Bankruptcy. Trip.
3: Ten. Incorrect. It's much Bankruptcy. less. <laughs> I, I
2: was between two. Mm. Six incorrect
3: mine andrew two no incorrect batman Uh. trip eight no bankruptcy Uh. (laughs) aaron five nope mine andrew four (laughs) okay no it's three guys
1: No, come on (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was way
4: more than that
3: it's three he's way more than he turned it down three times he yeah so robert downey jr was the one who talked him into it
1: Oh, Mm. Oh, Mm. that's right. I remember that. So he
3: declined it because he feared the effects of sudden fame would affect his personal life. Right, right. Oh, that's respectable. So yeah, so Rob Downey Jr. sort of stepped up and helped us all out. Or not according to Trip. Or not according to Trip. (laughs) Yeah. You only get paid a measly $300,000 for this film, right? How could you? Yeah, how could you? All right, what you got? How many comic book films has Tommy Lee Jones appeared in? Oh, no. Can you give us multiple choice? Uh-huh. It's less than 10 and more okay. than 3. Okay. Mine. Andrew. Do we have
2: to name them or just No, just just the <laughs> number, just the number. I'll tell you what they are after the fact. It is six. not it is not 6. Oh, I'm going to say bankruptcy. There's like at least 3 men in black. Yep.
4: I forgot about those Men in Black.
2: Oh. You so got, 4 um, Batman,
1: Batman returns. Batman <laughs> um, forever. So sorry, I'm going to say I'm sorry. Oh, not returns. Yeah, yeah I'm going to
2: say 7.
3: Too many. Hmm. And
1: Mine? four is too Batman. few. Mine? Uh,
3: we'll go, Andrew. Five? It is five.
1: Dang Man, That's the second second point I've gotten, now five. It is five, yeah. Uh, I so, said what was, so what first. was the other one?
3: Batman Forever in 95, Men in Black in 97, Men in Black 2 in 02, Captain America, which you guys, none of you <laughs> named,
1: oh, come on. in
2: 2011, <laughs> and then Men in Mac 3 in 2012. No, I was, that was in my equation. I just guessed too high. Yeah, we, we knew, we, we talked about him for an hour and, I thought right. about the five and then I was like, eh, I probably tack on one or two more just in case I'm missing yeah. one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we go on to the villain, Hugo, hmm. Hugo Weavering, Red Skull, Weavering, Weavering. How would we, we- you say it? Hugo, <laughs> Hugo, Hugo Weaving, Hugo, uh, who played the Red Skull, has played three other popular nerd villains. Who are they? You get one point for each one you can name. Okay. So.
1: Mine? So you got a buzz. You got Okay. Andrew uh agent smith agent smith from the matrix movies correct um oh crap all i can go to right now is v for vendetta it's in my head plays that v. counts that wasn't a villain oh, that movie. does what he's kind
4: of an anti-hero he's kind of a villain a, that is that a villain? oh that's not fair i never would have ca- i never would have classified him as that it depends because on he's clear how he's clearly it. the hero in that movie is he is a
1: he's the catalyst in that movie natalie portman's character is the the main character um, okay. fair enough but he's not the villain no, he's the catalyst. The villain is um, uh, John Hurt's dictator. Right, I'll, g- I'll give you each half All a right. point then. Okay. The
4: fascist, the, the, the fascist government.
1: Yeah. Um, I can't think of the third. What, what you got?
4: It's hard.
3: This one's hard. It's a voiceover work. Oh, no. I'm oh, gonna... uh, Batman. A trip. Oh, Megatron. Megatron, that is correct.
2: Oh, did he? Your buzzers really throw me off because I was like, (laughs) Hugo Weaving was definitely not a villain in Batman. But okay. (laughs) (laughs) But good guess.
4: Okay. Yeah, I remember that because he actually said in an interview shortly after the the Transformers and uh, Captain America came out Mm -hmm. that he just took it to make a paycheck
1: he yeah. did i yeah. remember yeah. that now mm-hmm. he was in mm-hmm. michael bay's transformers he yeah. was megatron he's been in a yeah, couple and of then yeah
4: and then bay That's was right. ticked mac michael yeah. bay was ticked like look dude i gave you a great paycheck you had a good gig why are you complaining about taking a role because it's his <laughs> I it doesn't sound films.
2: like a complaint right. it sounds like uh just admitting why you took the role yeah yeah right. all right There's what you, you got, got Kevin? friends
3: <laughs> Okay, so this la- this is the last question. And you I get need to ex- get
2: at least one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so we can play this a couple ways depending on time. Um, so we can do name the films or name the characters after this. But how many different comic book characters has Chris Evans portrayed? Batman. Captain... Trip.
4: Okay. Um, it's a big, see. it's
3: a biggish number. It's less than 10, it was, but it's a biggest number.
4: It was Captain America, that kid from The Losers. He was in Snowpiercer... Um, obviously Johnny Storm
1: why am I helping you Johnny Storm <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I know one actually I was reminded today of yeah, something yeah um
3: Shoot. Fox chicken. give me a number okay uh, it's less uh, than I'm 10 gonna,
1: I'm,
4: okay I'm gonna say 7 incorrect ah, but kind of correct but
3: kind of be like
1: the, so mine? the trick question is part, part 5 makes it no, go ahead is, Andrew. I want to say 6 incorrect Okay. Well, I do remember another one and he plays one of the boyfriends from Scott Pilgrim versus the <gasps> World. I forgot correct. about that. Correct. Oh. He plays what is isn't he the movie star one? I think so. He's not he's not the telekinetic vegan boyfriend if I remember correctly. No, I don't correctly. think so. No, that <laughs> was Superman. That was Brandon Ralph. <laughs> oh, that actually. was Brandon Ruth. Yeah. That's correct.
3: Yeah. All right. 8. So uh, trip. 8. 8 is correct. All right. 18 that spans over 18 f- 8 Characters that spans over 18 films. Okay. So wow. what are you... So
4: classic... What, what are they? What yeah, are they? Too. Yeah,
3: so we'll go down the list. Here we go, guys. You ready? So yeah. Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four. Okay. He played... He did voiceover work for Casey Jones in the TMT, TMNT he film. Did
1: that's oh, right. Okay.
3: He played a character named Nick Gant in the movie Push.
1: Oh, that was, that that was that a comic, comic book,
0: book movie?
3: Yeah. Um, he played uh, Jake Jensen in The Losers. Uh, Lucas Lee in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Okay. He seems nice. Captain Rogers, mm-hmm. Captain America, and pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> a guy named Curtis Everett in Snowpiercer. Okay. And here's the tricky part of this question. So in Dark World and Endgame, Loki turns into Captain okay. America. Right. So, then, so, so technically he portrayed Loki. Loki in two okay. movies as well, which makes it, it brings it to eight.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Which makes today's mm. winner, Andrew. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so, let's see. I got none. So, by default. <laughs> I, I
1: gave you all half a point for V. That's, so, you, you were kind of on the board.
3: You were kind of on the
2: board. You I, technically, on the board by I technically got the first question correct, and I'll stand by that. You did. So <laughs> I'll, you can have one and a half points. Oh, yeah. Andrew still wins. Andrew I just still say, it doesn't take <laughs> away from the fact that I am the champion as of today. So... <laughs>
1: Well, guys, I love trivia. Thank you, Kevin, for doing that. Let's wrap this thing up. We will be back with our closing thoughts and pun count in just a second. Hey, Dagum Nerds fans, did you know we had a merch store? If you want a t-shirt or a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, go to DagumNerds.com and hit that merch store tab, and you can find what's in
2: store for you.
1: All right, guys. Any closing thoughts before we go?
2: I think this is a solid movie that is slightly underrated by most people who see it. I think it was a, it, and it was a good lead into Winter Soldier, which I thought was really interesting when watching it. Yeah. Because when Bucky fell off the train, <clears throat> I, knew, I knew where that was going. But right. I thought it was really yeah. cool that most, if you hadn't read any of the comics, you, you didn't. You didn't know. And, yeah. and it was just like, oh, you know, this is a character that you might have guessed was going to die um, when watching the movie. So I think it's a solid film uh and it's i'm always up for watching it so anytime y'all want to pop it in i'm 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 <laughs> do up a for watch it. party yeah <laughs> yeah i'm
3: super excited about i've never watched the marvel universe chronologically like this mm-hmm. so like we said like captain america is number six but the second film is captain marvel which is one of the last ones
4: yeah i'm just yeah. really
3: really excited to watching marvel content in a new way and then with wandavision coming out soon it's yeah. been a year and a half before we've had to do Me marvel content really so i'm super excited time. about doing it this way as
2: well. Yeah. <laughs> From the 40s to the 90s there's nothing that takes 80s place. 80s or 80s okay how oh, was it the no uh, it's okay. early 90s because blockbuster really is a thing yeah it's okay a, it's remember she's crashes i guess that's true i mean there's yeah. flashbacks and stuff to different eras in the films but they weren't mm. set during right during that time yeah mm. makes sense
1: well thank you guys so much for listening uh, want to give a shout out to our new patron this week for our patreon Ooh. program our first patron is spencer thompson All coming right. in at our top spencer. tier of dadgum true believer right.
3: thank, you, spencer. thank you spencer thank you so if much you've,
4: if you've listened if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time Are we really surprised?
1: (laughs) Spencer, we love you. Thank you so much for your Spencer tried to give us
4: money before we had a Patreon. (laughs) And and we didn't take it.
1: Check out the Patreon (laughs) program that we have um, over there. You can go to dadgumnerds.com. There's a Patreon tab that you can hit and take you there. Um, That top tier that he's a part of, not only does he get a ton of stuff from our other two, um, but specifically that tier... You get an exclusive T-shirt sent in from us, and my favorite perk on that entire list is that you have the opportunity to guest with us mm-hmm. here on the Dadgum Nerds podcast. And to Kevin's point, you don't even have to be a dad. Nope. So check that out. But two things before we go: um, first, be sure to follow Dadgum Nerds on whatever platform you're using to listen to the do podcast. It. So do it. Whether that's you know a podcast Come platform on. or whether that's on YouTube. Um, not only will it help you catch future content when it's released by us, but seriously, one of the best ways to help Dadgum Nerds grow uh, is by doing that. So if you like what you hear, just follow or subscribe.
3: And if you don't, just do
4: it anyways.
1: Help yeah, us out. Why not? <laughs> why yeah, not? give it. <laughs> throw <laughs> us a bone.
4: Yeah. Chances are that are, because of the algorithm, we won't show up in your feed anyway. So just 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 help <laughs> us out. Follow us.
1: It's true. But um, finally, head to dadgumnerds.com. We've revamped the website and you get easy access to our things like our merch store, our YouTube page, like I said, our Patreon program, um, social media. But that Patreon program specifically is where you can get exclusive content like we do an after show that we're going to be recording right after recording this. And all of that and more is at dadgumnerds.com. So go check it out. So to recap, follow and subscribe and then go to dadgumnerds.com. If you uh, ever wondered pun. what
4: we look like as cartoons, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then
1: <laughs> go to, to, to yeah. Com. yeah, You'll get to see it there. Uh, but did we have any puns today, Kevin? Pun count? No.
2: We did not. No. Not one. Oh. Goose egg. I knew we I felt
1: good. I will never Better hear the end of to it Zach
2: next week. I've let yeah. him down. Get, he will wh- get on us all. I, but especially me. He... He expects it from me. <laughs> he, he expects you to carry
3: the torch? Like, he comes up with some sort of fire in his belly when he hears an episode that doesn't have any. Oh, man. So, I think I, so next time he's on, like, I still, we'll probably have like a million. I think it's I still an affliction. Remember,
1: the, I remember the one it's right Disney after Disney. our um, DC uh, think mm-hmm. fandom content. Yeah. He came on and after no puns and just did this DC yep. tirade that he Went had to prepared. Town. Oh, man. It was, it he was, was basically looking, he like, was... here's
2: all the ones you missed. <coughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, no joke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, that's all we've got for you today. Again, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you later, dadgum nerds.
3: Thank you, guys. Game over.